Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Ched. It is 133 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer in the 630 Ched boardroom, 37 feet down from the hallway where Cody Jansen is producing this edition of Oilers Now. Royal Pizza. Pizza, pasta, and so much more. Edmonton and owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 14 Edmonton and area locations, go online to royalpizza.ca. Mike Hanley and the staff at Royal Pizza. You can download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Uh, They've now got locations in Red Deer and Calgary as well. Royal Pizza is still making it great. Royal Pizza, where the stopper recommendation is the Mediterranean chicken. Well, if you've listened to the show over the years, you know that I'm a college football junkie. I'm a fan of the Alabama Crimson Tide. There's a uh, couple of guys out there. We've mentioned Jack Cookson on today's show from Pro-Am Sports. He's a big Bama fan. Um, there's also a guy by the name of Tyler Hupkintown, who's a Bama fan. And Bama opens up this season, coming and not too far away, like five weeks away, with one of the uh, launch games to start the NCAA college football se- season against a program that some of you might have been a fan of back throughout the 1980s and into, uh, well, even into the early 2000s, the Miami Hurricanes. And our next guest... On top of being the Edmonton Oilers Chief Commercial Officer, at least that's what the title says, uh, he's going to answer a bunch of questions for us on the business side and power packs and those sort of things, is a huge Miami Hurricanes fan. We welcome back to the show, Stu McDonald. Hi, Stu. How are you? Hey, Bob. I'm great. So how did you end up becoming a Miami fan? Was it just they were the team in the 80s? Was that the deal? Yeah, it's, um, as a kid, I grew up in Ontario, and, and uh, a couple of times in elementary and high school, we were fortunate enough to take a, a family spring break trip down to Florida, and uh, had been to Miami a couple of times, and, and kind of was aware of it. You know, I wouldn't say I was a huge college football fan, but yeah, when they started to win, it was easy to jump on the bandwagon, So, but I've been a diehard ever since, through a lot of lean years, and uh, hopefully they're on a bit of the upturn now. They've, they've, uh, they've had a couple of decent years, lots, lots to go to catch where Bam is but hey on the way you know what's interesting is i hated them in the 1980s we've we've privately discussed this before i like just and then i saw the 30 for 30s that came that there's there's been two of them on on the miami program and i liked them after that like i was like oh i kind of get it like you know what i mean but at the time like i remember they beat texas 46 to 3 in the cotton bowl and they got 115 yards and penalties uh, for excessive celebration after touchdowns. And I'm like, these guys are just... And so I was amazed because you're not exactly a loudmouth, Stu. Like, the guy that hosts the show might be a loudmouth. You know what I'm saying? Jack Michaels, you know, he's an opinionated guy. But you're, and I'm like, how do you become a Miami fan? That's, I guess that's what... Who is your favorite Hurricanes player of all time? Oh... That's a man. That's a tough question. Um, I don't know if I really have one. You know, it was. Uh, um, it, it, it might. I might be actually bigger fans of the coaches that have been able to put through the programs. When you look at the 
the guys who have you know had 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 great careers went in there and and or went on to great careers and you know the 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 Johnsons Erics just there's been so many great coaches through there and and they were certainly lean on that for a little bit I think they're back there now with Manny Diaz but uh, uh, just you know and you're probably right I think I was I was probably more of a fan of the show and the accomplishments that they had back then and certainly a little bit of it was okay that's a little bit too much guys you need to reel this in yeah. but it was certainly their personality and helped them recruit at the time right. And I think as as a lot of things change in the sports world, and and uh, that got tamed down as it rightly should have been, that it changed a little bit of their focus on recruitment. And uh, but the personality seems coming back. They're, you know, Miami is one of those places that you've always got to have some swagger. That's just the nature of it. And I think that's helping them. They brought a little bit of that back in in, in uh, moderation, but brought a little bit of that back um, with the turnover chain and the like. And I think that's helping them on the recruiting front. And then certainly winning is the, the biggest piece there. But as I we're probably a couple of years away from getting back to where we'd all like to be as Miami fans, but, um, but, uh, it's a journey. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and it's, I mean, as for Alabama, six national championships in the last 12 years, we're going to look back at this 20 years from now and think, man, they were unbelievable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They were unbelievable. Oh. All right. Let's get to it. Power packs are out. First of all, let's, let's cut to the chase. There's a couple questions that we're getting on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. And one of the questions is, uh, Stu, and, and you're sort of part of the, the leadership group on this, what is the plan for fans when we get back to playing regular season hockey? Are we, are we talking full facility? Do we have that question answered yet at this time? Yeah, our answer for the last few months has been uh, uh, we are planning around no fan restrictions, and certainly that we're we're seeing that um, the province keeping pace with that and AHS keeping pace with that. But um, that's been our that's been our message to all our seat and seat holders, to our premium customers, uh, to anyone inquiring even on purchasing power packs. That our expectation is uh, it will be no different uh, than uh, the fan experience going to a game in uh, in February of 2020, and certainly something could change in the marketplace but if it does we'll address it but um, we're not planning to uh, add any restrictions on top of any fan restrictions on top of what's required by the government by AHS we'll, we'll certainly have up uh, protocols in the arena from our, uh, a cleaning standpoint for an arena that I will say is one of the cleanest in North America but uh, we continue to do those to make sure our fans are uh, as protected as they can possibly be but from what a fan will have to do are we expecting face masks no are we expecting uh, proof of vaccine, no. Uh, respecting social distancing, no. Um, which I think is consistent with what we're seeing uh, around our community now. And, yeah. and keeping in mind, we're not, you know, our, our first game isn't until uh, preseason, I think September 28th. So we've got a ways to go yet. And I think uh, we'll, we'll learn lots in the province. But our hope is if it continues to trend the way it is, there's no reason to think otherwise. How did uh, how did season seat sales go? I, I mean, I know that when when the, when they sort of launch now that you you know you knew you were going to be back up you got a schedule uh, I know we've rolled out the power packs as well we'll get to the power packs and that as well but what sort of response have you uh, gotten from the Oilers fans? Yeah, it's the the we were kind of in an interesting situation on that and when last March when everything shut down we were halfway through renewal for the 2021 season and uh, so we stayed in touch with our our seed and seed holders over the course of the last year but didn't relaunch renewals until uh, this past May and and we knew you know lots of change during that time there, there's a attrition rate each season from people who are moving away or heading south for the winter um, and and 
Uh, with that, adding two years of that, and certainly our research with our fans have told us there's certainly been some impact financially through COVID, whether that's personal finances or businesses. Um, and so we knew we'd be down a little bit going back to a full renewal. I got to say we're, we're pretty pleased where we ended up. A uh, long way to go uh, to get back to what the building looked like two years ago. Um, but we're, we're pretty pleased. And I think what we're more pleased with, um, not just the fans who have stuck with us through a, a kind of a tough last year and a half for all of us, but is the interest that we've seen on new premium seats, new season seats. Uh, we launched a new split season seat uh, and our power pack um, pre-sale draws are all at numbers, I'll tell you, quite frankly, that we haven't seen other than maybe the summer we moved into Rogers Place, we haven't seen in probably eight or nine years. So um, what that translates into in the final sales yet to be seen and, and certainly is a long way to go for us, but really encouraging to see a lot of new names popping up on uh, on registrations for ticket information. And uh, and, and it, we seem to be a little bit ahead of some of the other Western Canadian teams I've talked to in that regard. And I think a lot of that, you know, we're Oilers fans and a lot of it's driven by what's going on on the ice. And it was an encouraging regular season and uh, with signs for hope in the playoff shorter playoff run than we wanted obviously uh, and then with the changes over the last couple of weeks I, I just think a lot of Oilers fans are looking at it saying I get where this is going and I want to be part of it and this seems to be the time to join in. Alright so we've got the pre-sale access to the 2021-22 power packs there's about 10 different ones and uh, listeners could just head to edmontonoilers.com on, on that front is that right Stu? Yep yeah, the, there's 10 packs, two value packs amongst the 10. They're, they're all four-game packs. Um, most of them spread across the season, so it's they're, they're not tight into one area. Most of them with a variety of games. A lot of the, all, all uh, 41 regular season games are included, so lots of variety in it, lots of, lots of great packages with two or three big anchor games in them. And one of the value packs to make up for the, the uh, odd game, the 41st game, is included in one of the value packs. So uh, it's a five-game pack. Pricing's on there. They start at over... Uh, Overall, start at uh, the value pack start at 238 bucks for the four games, and uh, the the premium power pack start at 296 for all four games. And, and there's selection in upper and lower bowl, uh, and then food inclusive sports net club and sky lounge as well. So uh, lots of variety. And again, really good sign to see the the interest we've had in signing up for the presale. And, and as you mentioned, uh, signups can continue to next Friday. Uh, Edmontoilers.com really easy to do. No no cost to do it. Just basically dropping your contact information in um, and we'll provide you a link to a pre-sale day uh, the following week uh, prior to them going on public sale. Okay. Uh, the Oilers are not the only team that plays out of Rogers Place. Uh, though this past season uh, the Edmonton Oil Kings played out of the downtown community arena which gave uh, me a really unique uh, uh, learning experience and visual on the sort of communication and chatter that occurs in today's game because it's nowhere near as vile and as bad as it used to be. I can tell you that. Uh, the Edmonton Oil Kings had a great year, Stu. They went 22-1. and one. They just had two kids drafted in the top 15 of the NHL draft. Dylan Gunther, a steal. A steal for Arizona. Uh, what was technically the ninth overall pick. Sebastian Cosa, 15th overall. Those two guys both are going to be likely on Team Canada which, by the way, uh, for the World Juniors, will be hosted in Edmonton as well. Uh, but the Edmonton Oil Kings are looking. Uh, Kurt Hill's got an extra first-round pick. He's got two first-rounders for a Batham draft. You worked in the old WHL with the Regina Pats back in the day. Uh, this is an exciting team for the Oil Kings. They're going to be a, a team to watch. I know their schedule has been put out as well, and uh, I know there's going to be some information for Oil Kings fans out there as well. Is that right, Stu? Yeah, it's... Um 
Uh, we've been uh, re-engaging with our seat and seat holders. Their, their renewal had completed by the time the season was shut down. And I agree with you. Like, uh, really unfortunate for I feel for the the young guys knowing they're on that cycle um, that you're you're in junior hockey for your two or three or four years max, and uh, the opportunity to win is so significant when it comes along and uh, tough for the that to be taken away from the whole kids because you know we really believed I think as our fans did that we had a, a great shot at the Memorial Cup, certainly at the WHL Championship this past year. But I think same can be said moving forward with the, exactly what you're talking about. If, you know, we get Dylan back and, and Sebastian and uh, and certainly a, a, a fair amount of talent surrounding them. Kurt's done such a great job building this and Brad coaching the, the team to success. Um, and and what we've almost seen the same thing there. We've just gone out in the last few days um, with a VI pre, pre-registration for uh, Oil King season seats that we're going to take to market in the next week or so. And uh, again, our, our sign-ups for just to get advance access in front of the public for that has been more than we've seen since probably again uh, 2016 coming into Rogers Place so um, you know lots of work again uh, on that as we move through you know we'll have lots of conversations with families to give them reassurance when they're coming out that you know the environment's going to be a safe one it's going to be exciting when but our, our, you know certainly we look at this as the return this fall of Edmonton's best family winter entertainment there's no question that the family of four can, can still take in a game for $100 uh, under a hundred dollars, and um, you know we're committed to, to keeping that a, an affordable and, and very high-end experience for all our Oil Kings fans, be it season seat holder, group attendee, or, or someone who's just coming out for a, a fun Saturday night. So, looking forward to getting going. We'll have more information on uh, individual game tickets over the course of probably the next three weeks, and we'll get that out to the marketplace. But again, encouraged to see the interest we're seeing in season seats already. Well, they're going to have a hell of a team this year. Like oh, he's, absolutely. he's that's. They're going to be able to add at least one. Uh, they got Kubasek uh, from Seattle. He, he's going to be one of their two Europeans, a 20-year-old. He'll be at Edmonton Oilers training camp. So he'll be at the rookie camp in the fifth, mid, you know, middle of September, training camp on the 22nd. Uh, you know, he's a top two defenseman in the Western League. Uh, Dohaniak was near a point per game last year in defense, and they've got to play to get themselves potentially an, another, you know, first-round caliber defenseman out of the WHL in a trade here. It's going to be really intriguing to watch. We're joined by Stu McDonald from the Oilers organization. So we have the Oilers, we have the Oil Kings, and there's also the World Juniors. Um, and I know that there's a relationship and a partnership there because the event is in uh, Rogers Place. Uh, what happened to the people that bought tickets last year? Did that just roll over, or is there a re- how does all that work, Stu? Yeah, it, we had basically sold the arena out short of some holds for uh, Hockey Canada and the IIHF. Um, the, I guess that would have been January of 2020. Um, and so when the decision was finally made that there wouldn't be uh, uh, fans in the building uh, for the tournament in, in this past December, January, uh, we gave anyone who purchased packages the opportunity if they were looking for a refund in, in, in cooperation with Hockey Canada, we're happy to provide it. But so we had middle amount requested, um, and so but we will have some seats to go out to the public. Uh, we also got still... Uh, probably over 100,000 people on our original waiting list to get access to World Junior packages. So uh, whether they, the available seats make it to the public or, or uh, once our waiting list has had a chance to to get their, their hands on the available packages, yet to be seen. But our expectation is we'll probably get back on that in uh, in September once the hockey world gets fired up again past Labor Day and, and we'll definitely be loud about what the opportunities are for the public. We're, we're certainly getting calls already on uh, a few from customers who, you know, their financial situation in COVID a year ago um, forced them to give up their seats but are now thinking like 
any chance that I could still get them back. And, and I will say we're kind of hanging on to as many as we could because uh, we're trying to obviously work with uh, as m many people who are just facing difficult circumstances over the last 12 months and, and hopefully that their situations change. So more to come on that, but, but probably in the early part of September. But yeah, we're really looking forward. It's going to be a huge year this year between the return of live entertainment, World Juniors, Oilers, Oil Kings, um, PBR coming in. There's just a lot of stuff already on the events calendar, which is exciting to see our world start to get back to normal. Now, Stu, I'm one of the fortunate ones. I mean, I got to host this show, you know, and it's a passion and love it. Uh, but there's a lot of people that were laid off uh, with the Oilers Entertainment Group, just like there's a lot of other, uh, you know, people that own businesses or are in small business or uh, maybe uh, lost their jobs or were laid off for a while. Has there been, you know, is is OEG back to the point where they've 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 hired back up full, or is that going to take place in September? Because you've got a lot of different things going on here between the NHL, the Western Hockey League, uh, the World Junior Championships, the concerts, and that's sort of thing uh how's that all taking place yeah we're we certainly were um uh scaled down organization over the, the last year and a bit and uh fortunate with the the NHL playoffs in the summer of 20 coming in here and, and World Juniors last Christmas time and NHL season going that a lot of our operational people connected the building and we were able to keep a lot of them employed, which was terrific um, and just, you know, allowed them, allowed us a base to work with moving forward. Um, we're, we're definitely going to be, a, I'll say, slightly skinnier organization this year. I think as most, uh, a lot of businesses, but certainly most sports teams, most NHL teams we're talking to, um, just knowing that uh, it's going to take a little bit of work to get uh, the full business back up to, to where it was in, in 1819, 1920. Um, but we've done a recall of uh, our staff that are, are coming back, of, uh, are either back with us now or recalled to come back over the course of the next couple of weeks. Um, I start back in our office after a, a year of working out of the house, start back in the office here about uh, three, four weeks ago. And every day there's an extra face that shows up that crazy you haven't seen for 18 months, which I guess would, I guess, would be the same for you and me. Now that I think about it, I don't know when the last time I saw you in person as much as we talk. might have been March of 2020. And, um, Safeway. Yeah, I, I saw you at the Safeway right. with Hudson. Right. He had a mask on, remember? That's right. It was in great March. Great Oilers partner, by yes. the way. <laughs> What's that? And uh, I said a great Oilers partner, so good plug for them. Yes. And uh, Yeah, that's right. And so it's but really great to see, you know, just the energy it brings, starting to see people around the office and, and uh, talking to our ticket holders daily. You know, we're usually on a couple calls a day with them. And it just, it's, starting to feel like hey this is we're not we're not back to the normal routine yet but it, it, it's starting to feel like yeah hockey's starting and we're only a couple of months away from that so you, you can feel the energy building and and, and again the no surprise given that we're Edmonton um, but all the conversations certainly over the last couple of weeks is just around player movement and you know to, to have that in the, the first week of August to the level of conversation we've got on it. Not a surprise, but again, just it just makes it feel like we're back home and things are getting back to normal. All right, Stu, just, and speaking of back to more, just to reiterate for the fans, because we're getting texts coming in again that have joined this conversation uh, that might be driving around town. The plan is right now, full fans and uh, no limitations in terms no. of no masking or... Yep, that's correct. No, no uh, proof of vaccine. Obviously, we do encourage everybody to get vaccinated. There's no question. Good for all of us. Um, but uh, no proof of vaccine be required. No masks uh, required. Uh, no social distancing. Basically, we're
we're, we're following the regulations as, as uh, revised and, and communicated by AHS and the government. And as long as they're saying it's cool to do that, that's our plan is to continue to follow along that way, which generally is what we've heard over the last six months is what our fans are looking for. We, we've, we've talked a lot, done a lot of research on that. Um, and I think they're comfortable knowing the facility and knowing our, our attention to cleanliness and safety. Uh, there's a comfort factor there. Uh, but they're also looking for the convenience of getting back to the Oilers or Oil Kings or concert experience uh, as close to normal as quickly as possible. Uh, Jack Michaels has chimed in on who your favorite uh, Hurricane should have been. He says, Melvin Bratton. I'll throw out uh, Bernie Kozar. Mind you, not 30 for 30 special. He looked like he was having a good time doing that. Uh, Michael Irvin, Warren Sapp. Those guys are pretty good, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, it's funny when you were thinking, like, if I had to pick one guy, I'd probably Warren Sapp would be my guy. Um, just, you know, amazing college career and then great NFL career yes. uh, subsequent to that. But there are so many. I mean, that's the one thing about the program. For those of you out there who aren't Miami Hurricane fans, you can take a look and see the amazing amount of pro talent that's come out of that program. Yeah. The only thing that's trumped it is Alabama and those two schools. Yeah. Got to go now, Bob. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, dude. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Bob. You bet. That is Stu McDonald. All right. Uh, And again, uh, you can sign up now for pre-sale access to Edmonton Oilers 2021 Power Packs. There are 10 great packs to choose from. Just head to edmontonoilers.com to sign up now. Do you want to tell you there's an old saying in the car business, cars cost less than Wetaskiwin, Brent Ridge Ford, and Wetaskiwin committed to providing unequaled automotive excellence, resulting in completely satisfied lifetime customers. If you currently have a vehicle that you're not using enough payments or an interest rate that's too high, you may want to sell your vehicle, refinance, or trade it in for something different, go visit Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford or call them 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. Into this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. This September, travel on a private WestJet charter flight to Vancouver three nights in a deluxe hotel for just $699. Details at NewWestTravel.com. Cody Jansen, you did a great job uh, pinch hitting for Brendan all week. What do you got? This day, 1998, six-time Stanley Cup winning defenseman Kevin Lowe retired in order to become an assistant coach with the Edmonton Oilers. Now Hall of Famer Kevin Lowe, who again will be a part of the Battle of Alberta Golf Tournament and then the Kevin Lowe Roast on, on Thursday. And for the listeners that were asking, oh, wouldn't it be great if Brian Burke's going to be there? <laughs> Asking you shall receive. This day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel Experience. A great holiday to Vancouver. Private jet, three nights, hotel, six ninety nine. Details at newwesttravel.com. All right, coming up tonight on Inside Sports with the one and only Reed Wilkins. Tonight's guest will include Jed Roberts, former double uh, E uh, defensive lineman. The Mooner, Cam Moon. Uh, Cam and Jack will be joining us once a week uh, for the months of August and September here on Oilers Now. So Cam Moon will be on tonight with Reed Wilkins along with Dave Campbell, who is the Edmonton Elks radio analyst, former Olympic bronze medalist in women's rugby sevens, Jen Kish. Big fan of rugby. Said it before, you know. Soccer, a gentleman's game played by hooligans. Rugby, a hooligans game played by gentlemen. That's the old line uh, between the two different sports. Well, we a busy show. Uh, we will tell you we have a best of Oilers Now show on the holiday Monday. You put it together for me, Cody. What do we got coming up on that show? 
a lot of different guests there. We got the conversation with Luke Prokop. You're going to hear from a lot of the newly signed Oilers as well. Ryan Nugent Hopkins. It'll, it'll be a good one. All right. There you have it. Uh, up next, the Global News Weather Traffic Update with Eileen Bell, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3. 6.30 Chet Afternoons, of course, Monday through Friday, 3 to 6 with Jalen Nye. Reed Wilkins, Inside Sports, 6 to 8. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. Back at you on Tuesday uh, with a live edition of Oilers Now. Yes, an oxymoron. The best of Oilers Now on Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.